0: What's going on, my friends? Leo Cannell here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. And today's episode is going to be a fun one as we reflect very quickly back on the year that was 2021 and some of the things that we learned that we need to share so that more people can join the Seven Figures Club and take your business to the next level. So let's get going, my friends. There are over 32 million businesses in the US and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three 7 figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now, so buckle up and let's go. All right, so today's topic is why pivoting in your business is the key to massive success and how we pivoted to 150% growth in 2021, which is good because in 2020, we basically flatlined and boy, if you flatline in your business, you're going to be out of business very quickly. And so that was an important lesson. We're going to talk about why we grew 150% this year, why we flatlined last year. However, we did build some foundations that we'll talk about as well. We're going to talk about how Twitter made a massive pivot of their own and, uh, did that in the beginning. They're making another one right now with, uh, Jack Dorsey, the CEO and co-founder of Twitter, stepping down so that someone else can kind of take that burden over. And Jack Dorsey, uh, an interesting guy. Twitter, a you know very polarizing app, I would say, that has not been very objective in the way that it's operated. But there's, again, things that we can learn about Twitter and so forth. So first off, Let's talk about why pivoting in your business is the key to massive success. We all have ideas, we all have products and services, we have something that's a competitive advantage that we feel sets us apart from the competition and helps us, you know, gives us the opportunity to really grow a successful business hopefully break into the top five, 7% of businesses that earn over seven figures in annual revenue. And that of course is very difficult since 95% of businesses never ever will. To get there, there's gotta be pivots, there's gotta be changes. Sometimes you start out with a product in mind or that you're gonna market to a certain segment, a certain population, demographic, your dream client ends up being someone completely different, your product ends up changing, and what you have to do is you have to be able to listen to what the market is telling you. I used to be in a lot of boardroom meetings in my previous company, and there would be one partner after another saying, well, I think this. No, I think this. No, actually, I think that. And they would all have one thing or another that they thought and what they thought they thought was important. And what I've learned in 20 years of entrepreneurship is no one gives a damn what I think. What everybody cares about is what they think. And overall, when you have a product, a service, a business, something that you are trying to deliver value on, nobody cares about what you think. The market will decide whether you've got a good product or not. The market doesn't care what you look like. The market doesn't care you know, about all the little things that you think they care about. What the market cares about is themselves. And what your dream customer and client thinks about and dreams about is how can something make their life better and give them the result that they want. And as a great example to this, uh, you know, one of the guys that I listen to, great guy uh, Andy Frisella. You're going to have to, uh, you know, listen to a few f bombs if you listen to his podcast. But he talks about the first ten years of operating his his nutrition and health and supplement business. The whole time, he's basically just trying to sell a product. He's not trying to solve someone's problems. But when you actually try to solve their problem and deliver real value and listen because the market will whisper to you what they want and need. It reminds me of a business law class that I was in at the University of Utah. And in this class, they talked about this case. And he said, the case will tell you where the truth is, where the truth lies. And there was this you know, very narrow bridge, narrow road, two cars got into an accident, and someone died and so they wanted to figure out well who was liable and each was blaming the other for driving poorly and when they actually went there and measured it out it turned out that the road and the bridge were too small for two larger vehicles to fit and so it was actually the government the city who had built that bridge that ended up being liable and that's what the case that's what the law was telling that was was whispering as to why uh, what the truth was surrounding that case and the market is very similar the market will whisper to you no we don't like this but we really like that and you can learn by you know researching and going through your your competition what are they doing you can learn by jumping into other markets that maybe aren't even in your profession or industry and seeing what's working there and incorporating some of those ideas, tactics, and strategies into your profession. And that's a great way of finding value and delivering it to your customer. But at the end of the day, it's what the market thinks that matters, not what we all think. And so as you're going through this, at some point, we all have to make pivots. We have to make changes. And to give you an idea, let's talk about 2020. In 2020, early on, I had uh, at the end of uh, 2019, it was, my goodness, time flies. So it's it's about September, October of 2019. And I'm reading this book called The The Millionaire Fast Lane. And it's a great book by MJ DeMarco. And he talks about building the type of business that you could sell, that you can really leverage and scale. And since I'm in a full service business, finance business where it takes a lot of employees, a lot of, you know, payroll to deliver a great value and great result to your clients, it's it's a difficult business to grow and scale. And so I thought, well I'm gonna, you know, you know, team up with Experian and offer a unique take on identity monitoring solutions and Monitoring your credit and I had a lot of experience with credit and I had my credit college course that I was going to give away for free So I figured out a unique competitive advantage and I went out and with our business funding clients I thought okay everyone who you know is struggling with credit doesn't qualify for business funding They're gonna love this. This is going to be exactly what they need And so I launch it and we get some signups, but it's very difficult and at $30 a pop. It's very difficult and I've got you know, my partner out there and, and other you know, members of our team at these events in California and Texas, and they are slinging this uh, identity secured product that uh, you know, it's kind of like a LifeLock. It protects your, your identity and your credit with a million dollars of insurance. And at the end of the day, I learned that with our particular group, the market was not looking for that product. The market was not what the market was looking for. Was full service credit repair with some identity, you know, solutions and credit education, and that's what our market wanted, and that's what our market needed. And so, instead of trying to continue to fit that square peg in the round hole, I pivoted and I said, "Okay, great, we're going to do a full service credit repair company." It's going to be called PrepMyCred.com. I brought in, we brought in additional partners who you know can really run it and do it the right way and it's been the right decision and i'm excited you know in 2021 that business really flourished and grew went from zero to hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales and no employees to about uh you know six different employees and it's getting momentum that's a great example of pivoting along those same lines in my business funding company i had created you know, not really a very strong affiliate partner program, it was kind of you know, just easy, put together, facilitating, helping business coaches to get funding. And so I kind of threw this together and I thought, well, what if I do it right? What if there's different levels? And I put together training because a lot of people wanted training and I wasn't offering it at the time. And so I listened to the market and I pivoted and I built Funding CEO Academy with different levels, our executive partner membership, our funding partner membership, And as I put these together, something special happened. I realized that people who were really serious would scale that value ladder. They would start with a low-ticket product, and they would want the next thing, and they would want more value and more training and higher commissions. And so I built this out over time, and I listened to the market, and it's worked great. And the next thing I listened to was doing these challenges and I did the funding CEO challenge in 2021 and that was a great pivot and that brought all sorts of, you know, massive momentum into our business and it brought new funding partners and new connections and we spent a lot of money on advertising on google and facebook and all these great things continue to happen as we made these pivots and now i'm making it another pivot where i'm following a guy who's built a hundred million dollar business and learning from his sales funnels and incorporating it into our business, and now we're paying attention, we're pivoting and adding an app, a software app, that's going to make funding even better and more streamlined for our customers and clients, and it's gonna deliver value to them month after month, and it's gonna make our company more value. So there are are all these pivots along the way that you have to do if you're gonna stay in business, if you're gonna thrive. You've got to pivot to make it, and that is a book that I'm going to be writing Maybe not, until I would guess 2023 is probably when I'll write that book, but it's going to be kind of like uh, shoe dog. If you haven't read that book, great book by Phil Knight, the founder and CEO of Nike, a wonderful book, uh, kind of delving into his stories, real life uh, events and the up and down journey of building Nike, which is just such a, an epic brand. And not without controversy, as most brands are these days. But anyway, great story. So, I'm going to do a book similar to that. It's going to be called Pivot Till You Make It, coming in 2023. In the meantime, going back to Twitter. So, Twitter came out, and you know, I'm going to actually uh, look this up and make sure I get this right. Give me just a second so essentially twitter started out as basically a texting type platform where you could do a text and share your status with friends kind of through text messages and that's kind of how the platform began and it had some you know other uses that were a little bit different but basically they pivoted and turned it more into an application and they changed the way it was working and so it wasn't going to be an sms text Platform, which at the time would have been very, very expensive. And then they decided to uh, limit it to a certain amount of characters and so forth in terms of how long your messages could be. So, had they not made that pivot, Twitter would not be the company that it is today. And there's a lot of different examples of companies that have made, you know, big pivots like that. So, the bottom line is this, you know how do you need to pivot your business if you thought one thing if you created a product or service you got some traction you got some proof of concept but what is the market whispering to you that your product needs what are customers you know asking about why doesn't your product do this why don't you do this with your service and you can't do everything if you were making every suggested change that every client or customer asked for Well, that would just be stupid. You'd be wasting all your time on stuff that wouldn't really move the needle. But if you hear enough people asking for the same benefit, the same feature, the same product enhancement, the same addition to your service, or if there's an idea you always had that was going to give you guys a massive competitive advantage, then that's what you wanna look at. For us in the business funding space, it wasn't just getting the client the very best funding guaranteed, but it was educating and empowering them and providing them with an education platform about business and finance and credit that they could, could use as, as entrepreneurs and business owners to become better. And then the next step in the next segment is, you know our Funding CEO Academy, teaching others to build their own funding empire from home and then building out an application that can solve our customers problems help them manage multiple accounts at once and have all their funding at their fingertips and more education and more empowerment as an entrepreneur with a business finance touch to it that's what we're working on and that's where we're delivering value and so pivoting is a priority if you want to be productive profitable and in business for a long time and create something meaningful that's the other thing right like if we were if we were just one of my original business funding companies we would never have taken those next steps and and the business would have gone stagnant and it would not have grown and so these are the lessons as an entrepreneur you've got to build a pivot you've got to create different versions and improvements of products and services. You've got to add certain products and services that make sense, that are in your lane, in your core competency you know, area or zone of genius. And when you do those things right, then all of a sudden, instead of flatlining like we did in 2020, you start to see massive growth. And we're gonna grow over 150% here in 2021. Our team is super excited because they're qualifying Uh, for our Riviera Maya, Mexico trip, where we're going to take everyone there. Uh, Same thing with our top funding CEO partners. They're going to be coming on that trip with us. It's going to be an epic, epic time. We are very, very excited. So that said, my friends, make sure you're pivoting. Make sure you're listening to the market. Make sure you're constantly improving, that you're not flatlining. And the other thing I will say about this, about flatlining in 2020 part of our flatlining growth happened uh, actually because we had to make some investments we had to make an investment in our funding partner portal which has been a tremendous asset we've gone from i mean that was just when did we set that up it must have just been the middle of it must have just been the middle of 2020 so it's really only been you know, like a year and a half, we've been building that. And now we're already up to over 3,000 users. My goal in 2022 is to break 10,000 users, business coaches, consultants, those who use our funding partner platform and, and portal. That's what—that's a goal that I've got for 2022. So what are your big goals in 2022? But the bottom line is, the whole reason actually why I brought that up when I lost my train of thought is, 2020, I built a foundation. Without that funding partner portal, without that partner program and foundation, we wouldn't have seen the growth that we did in 2021. So sometimes you actually have to build something of a foundation, of a software, of a platform, something that, again, sets you apart from the mediocre competition. And if you do it the right way, then it will lead to massive growth that next year. So keep that in mind, too. If you are experiencing flatlining growth, but you know you're making investments and foundational, you know, implementation that's going to make all the difference, well, then that's okay, my friend. Well, God bless you. Take action. Pivot till you make it. And we'll see you next time on the Seven Figures Club podcast. And by the way, if you are, you know, getting some value, if you're getting real business acumen and ideas that are helping you on your journey to the Seven Figures Club and beyond, Share this podcast with other like-minded business owners, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, those who want to do something, be different. Share the good news with them so they can be part of the 7 Figures Club too. And we'll see you next time on the 7 Figures Club podcast.